Hi there, are you fed up with your wine belly? Embarrassed about your booze boobs? Sick of waking up with a hangover? And tired of never reaching your potential? Welcome to Sober Sassy Life, the podcast for women who are looking for more out of life than the evening rendezvous with the Chardonnay. Let's banish the wine witch for good. Here's your host, Jackie Elliott. Hi everybody and welcome to this episode of Sober Sassy Life. Well, you always hear me talking about the importance of self-care, uh, to do those things which uh, are necessary to look after yourself and look after your life and keep everything in order. Well, one of the most essential parts of my self-care, which may sound a little bit ridiculous to everybody, is that I have my hair coloured every month now underneath um my glossy locks there is a lot of gray hair and i hate my gray hair every month i get it dyed it's expensive it's one of those things um which i i absolutely do not negotiate on spending money on Uh, i know it sounds like i might be vain but i really don't care because my gray hair makes me feel um old and I know that lots of you would say, oh, no, you shouldn't feel old. It's, you know, it's, it's maturity. It's, uh, you know, a sign of your womanhood and all that kind of thing. But I just don't like it. I'm going to be um, 50 in a couple of months. And, you know, I don't feel old. I'll be in my prime. But I happen to feel exactly the same as I did when I was 18 years old. But of course, I am beginning to see the signs, uh, as well as the grey roots. There are physical changes that leave me feeling depleted. And there's also the social changes as well. Uh, I know that in my community, a very small rural community, I am practically unemployable, unless I want to work in Home Depot as part of their senior army. And no, I absolutely don't. So thank God I'm self-employed. You notice people around you who tend to be um, passing away more frequently, which I didn't notice when I was younger. Uh, Grandchildren being born, um, being called grandma, uh, worrying about pensions because I haven't got one. And every so often there's the, you know, twist in my heart that my husband's 10 years older than me and I really want time to stop still because it seemed like 50 years passed in a blink of an eye. Unless you're Helen Mirren, right? Getting older gracefully for uh, lots of women and embracing our senior years is pretty hard. Women tend to outlive men. So we're not only discriminated against in the workforce, which is double whammy because we're old and female, We are much more likely to end up living on our own unless we have female partners, of course. So unless we're prepared and have already have rich, fulfilled lives connected to friends and family and have sufficient income, the outlook for our senior years in some cases can look pretty bleak. And here's a kicker to that. Older women are drinking heavily, far more heavily, it appears, than our younger counterparts. The US Institute of Alcohol Abuse and Alcoholism found that heavy drinking and binge drinking among older women has been increasing by a very troubling 4% year-on-year 
from the late 90s until uh, 2014, which is the last time there was data. It's really disturbing, and here's why. Women, we do not tolerate alcohol in the same way as men, uh, which means that the damaging effects of booze can show up much earlier at much lower consumption rates for women. Even moderate amounts of alcohol have been found to have a causal link to many cancers and seriously debilitating diseases, but for women, the real one that stands out is breast cancer. The rate of injuries and accidents increase as we get older. Um, the rate of DUIs and legal problems due to alcohol increase, and we've uh, seen that in some of the data over here in Canada. Relationship problems increase, and career problems, if we didn't have enough of those associated with heavy drinking, also increase. And why are these problems worse for older women? Because it's a lot harder to bounce back from all these problems when you are older. And that's not a pleasant truth, but it's one that has to be addressed. If you binge drink in your 20s and 30s, chances are that you can dodge a bullet, right? Or at least bounce back from adversity. Because just looking at relationship problems, uh, my first divorce when I was 26 years old, although absolutely upsetting at the time, was a lot easier to deal with than my second divorce when I was 41 years old. So health problems, divorce, legal problems, all of these are hard for everybody, but devastating when you are in your late 50s or 60s. The research does not investigate the reasons why older women are drinking more, but I'm going to hazard a few educational guesses. First of all, there's way more booze available. And the alcohol industry has spent a lot of money peddling it to women, especially in the late 80s and early 90s. The media, in conjunction with the alcohol industry, has told us again and again that it's normal to drink this way. Uh, we've had financial worries and stresses after recent economic downturns in the, uh, in the first decade of the 2000s. And over all of this, we've had the feminist movement that has mistakenly interpreted the ability to drink with the boys as a victory. And that's completely wrong. The outward consequences are bad enough. The pressure on healthcare systems would be enormous and personal finances, of course, if you live in the US. But the individual stories are and will be tragic if this epidemic continues. And I really do believe it is an epidemic. I found that boozing, far from all the hype and all the media, it does not expand your world. It diminishes it. Your life becomes very small really, really quickly. At the very time in your life that you should be free to spread your wings and follow your dreams, you'll be chained to the couch with a Chardonnay. At the very time that you could be contributing so much, all of our wisdom and our experience, no one's going to be listening to us. And at the very time that you should have the confidence and the level-headedness to start a new career or a business at the very time that you should be feeling really comfortable in your own skin. The booze renders that, that incapable, renders us incapable of that. And that's the tragic. So what should we to do? Well, we can't all become Helen Mirren or sober Helen Mirren. Um, but 
we can become confident, empowered. We can lean into our senior years. We can embrace our wisdom. We can really fold our arms around our more mature years of the pinnacle of our life's opportunities instead of the worst bit if we could put down the bottle. And I believe that in order to do that, you need to have created the life that you were always meant to have. And that's one thing that I've been wrestling with lately. What comes first, a chicken or the egg? And do we put down the bottle and then create the life that we want? Or do we start creating that life immediately and and the sobriety comes later? Well, I guess the, the truth of that is that we have to do both together. And I think a lot of uh, the problems which hold back women in particular is we get into this uh, rut, which is like, okay, I can't do this until I've dealt with this. I mean, how many of us through our lives have said, you know what, as soon as I've lost this 10 pounds of weight, I can go out and I can do this. So I think in lots of ways, we put these things as hurdles in front of us. Sometimes I think it's really, we put obstacles in front of us because we're frightened of stepping forward. And I think that's a lot of the reasons why uh, we find it uh, difficult in to put down the bottle because we are fearful. And maybe that's uh, more so for us in our older years than in the beginning years. Women in their 20s and 30s still have that fearlessness. Um, and I, you know, if you're listening to this in your 20s and 30s and you, you feel afraid, I, I don't mean to diminish that. It's just as you get older, you become more accustomed to the rut. You know, we, we don't just, you know, end up in the rut. We actually furnish it and live there. Um, and it's a lot harder when you're older to step out. I mean, the fears seem bigger. Um, and I think sometimes we put up this barrier of sobriety. I can't do anything until I get sober. And then, of course, this whole barrier of sobriety becomes huge and something insurmountable. So it sounds really easy to say, just put down the bottle. But I think in order to do that, we actually have to step out of that, start climbing out of that rut at the same time. So we have to start creating the life that we really want at the same time as we start putting down the bottle. So that's really what I've been thinking of recently about why it is as we get older, it's harder to do things. And I think that just the fear increases and the obstacles seem so much taller. You may have seen if you are on my Facebook page Um, or you've been on my website recently, that I have started uh, an online community for for women who are sober over 50 or women who are struggling to get sober, uh, who are sober curious, who um, want to be with like-minded sober women. And we're going to be talking about lots of these issues uh, in this online community. Uh, There'll be a private members area, a, a secret Facebook group so no one knows that you're going to be there uh, and every every month we're going to be focusing on on one of these issues on in November uh, after I put out a questionnaire I found overwhelmingly people wanted to uh, talk about relationships I think that's really interesting because um, there's so many 
facets to that. I mean, there's the relationship with our significant other if they are still drinking. Um, there's our relationships at work if we're in a career where we have always been seen as somebody who drinks or maybe it's, it's expected that we go on, you know, boozy Friday afternoons. There's relationships with friends and family. And there's also the fear of, if will those relationships all go away when we stop drinking? So I think that's uh, a really big barrier that we all have or, you know, had before we put down the bottle. So I think it's good to have a really safe place to uh, chat about that. You can join the group. I already have um, some ladies who are in the group and we're chatting already. I have some guest speakers lined up for November. We're going to be talking about relationships, particularly in November, but you can bring up any topic or any issue that uh, you like. And one of the things that I am most excited about uh, from a personal point of view is that Uh, The very first issue of my new magazine is coming out on the 22nd of November. I've been working behind the scenes on this. And if you are a member of Sage, Sassy and Sober, then you will get a free subscription to that. So you can uh, drop onto my website page, have a look at the information. And I look forward to seeing you in the group. And I look forward also to chatting to you on the next episode of... um, sober sassy life thanks so much for listening bye for now